afternoon, this is Ketzel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes midweek to think about astronomical things. Spaceflight has changed in many ways since the early days of the 60s, as you'd expect, when it seemed that human beings went into space as sacrificial lambs, with no actual what you might call end-to-end -end testing, and in rockets and capsules which looked like they were held together with duct tape and prayer. You can actually go to the Cape Town Science Centre and Observatory and see a Soyuz capsule for yourself. It's tiny and looks like it wouldn't be something you would want to get into on a fairground ride. Never mind trust would get you safely back down to Earth. It's worth going to see this fragile, tiny capsule and imagine what it must have been like for those early cosmonauts going where no one had gone before. They were the real four-trekkers, in the equivalent of ox carts in space, with no safety net or plan B. You may have been following NASA's Artemis mission, which aims to send people to the moon in a couple of years, with a lot more testing and a lot more rigour behind it. The uncrewed mission, which splashed down last Sunday, was a shakedown cruise to prove the Artemis program is ready for humans, and Artemis 1 clicked through all major milestones. A launch of the, until now, untested space launch system, a rocket to you and me, orbiting the moon and surviving a high-speed re-entry to splash down in the Pacific Ocean near a recovery ship. Orion is part of this new set of spacefaring components and is a spacecraft built for humans, and that recently flew further into space than previous record holder Apollo 13. Splashdown for the Orion spacecraft happened all according to plan last Sunday, which was the anniversary of the last time humans touched down on the moon back in 1972. Artemis 2 will be launched next, which will bring a crew around the moon to test the life support systems, as Artemis 1 didn't have any on board the spacecraft. Providing that mission flies when scheduled in 2024, Artemis 3 is expected to follow and put astronauts back on the moon in 2025 or 2026. You can go onto the website space.com and see a video from the recent Orion return to Earth with a view of our planet from space. What's interesting for me about this is that we're so used to seeing a particular orientation of Earth, Antarctica and Cape Town pointing south, but from space the Earth looks truly three-dimensional and does not conform to our 2D image and the historical image neatly portrayed along cardinal points with Europe at the top. In any case, it's a beautiful video and astonishing to see this detail and know this really happened. As well as a new launch vehicle and the new Orion spacecraft, NASA is also planning on an orbiting lunar outpost, a kind of international space station around the Moon. It's called the Gateway and is a vital component of NASA's Artemis program, which will serve as a multi-purpose outpost orbiting the Moon that provides support for long-term human return to the lunar surface and serves as a staging point for deep space exploration. And for that, read Mars. But before you think of 20, 2001 A Space Odyssey with its artificial gravity ring and bonkers computer running the show, this gateway will house only four people and will not be terribly spacious. The part where people will live, of course, has an acronym called HALO, or Habitation and Logistics Outpost. HALO is where astronauts will live and conduct research while visiting Gateway. The pressurised living quarters will provide command and control systems for the lunar outpost and docking ports for visiting spacecraft, such as Orion spacecraft, lunar landers and logistics resupply craft. Batteries will be provided by the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency and they'll power HALO until these solar rays can be deployed. These solar rays for the Gateway will 
provide 60 kilowatts of power to keep this thing afloat in space and enable the astronauts to carry out their experiments and observations. Batteries, solar panels, we know all about these down here in South Africa. And for now, this is Ketel Kirkham wishing us clear skies.